0: We are the anchors of Queer News Tonight, and this evening we discuss the queer headlines. Gen Z, with 28% LGBTQ plus identification, defies past generations. Diverse and politically distinct, they challenge conservative narratives worrying leaders like DeSantis.
1: In the legal battle between E. Carroll and Donald Trump, a jury awarded Carroll $83.3 million for defamation thanks to her lesbian lawyer, Roberta Kaplan.
2: My Hollywood Pride Street Festival, the first 2024 Pride globally celebrated South Florida's LGBTQ community in downtown Hollywood. Slow Burn Theatre Company
3: presents Sister Act the musical comedy at the Broward Center through February 18th.
4: Coleman Domingo, the prominent out gay actor makes history as the first Afro-Latino actor nominated in the Oscars Best Actor category. He is also the second out gay man in the awards history to be acknowledged for playing a gay character.
0: So good evening, folks, and welcome to Queer News Tonight. This is the world's first and only LGBTQ plus daily evening television news broadcasting live and available on demand. Available on all smart televisions, including Roku, Apple TV, Android TV, Amazon Fire TV, Twitch, YouTube and Facebook. It's time to Queer Up the News. It's Monday, January 29th, 2024. We are live and literally out of the closet and into the headlines. So many of your important stories we're gonna tell this evening on Queer News Tonight.
1: This is the world's first live daily LGBTQ evening news show. Literally out of the closet and into the headlines
3: on
0: Queer News Tonight. I am your anchor of Queer News Tonight, Faye, what? And this evening, we bring you the news of and perspective representing the LGBTQ plus community from South Florida, America, and across our planet.
2: This is the world's first and only unedited, live LGBTQ plus evening news show. Whatever happens unique in LGBTQ news, you will see it and hear it.
1: Hotspots Magazine, Happening Out Television Network is a nonprofit 501c3 media company in the same model of PBS and NPR, but designed for the LGBTQ plus community. Our mission is to support the 10 pillars of our LGBTQ plus community. We want to inform and (coughs) educate the key issues of our black community, Latino, lesbians, and queer women, trans students, youth, seniors, HIV, AIDS, healthcare, business, social justice, and faith. Help us support our community.
3: We are part of one of the largest LGBTQ media companies in America, Hotspots Magazine, and Happening Out Television Network.
4: In 2024, our magazine is celebrating 40 years of the LGBTQ experience and our television news, talk, and entertainment shows support our mission to educate the LGBTQ plus and broader community.
0: That's right, and so let's begin by meeting our anchors. Let's welcome Robert Kasten. Robert believes in universal human rights and has dedicated crucial years of his life to the integration of the Universal Declaration of Human Rights around the world. He conceptualized the UN decade of human rights education and is now the ED of Stonewall National Museum Archives and Library that we love. Welcome back, Robert. (laughs) Thank you. Tell us about your gala.
2: Our gala is February 24th. We are honoring the bio person from... Um, what's that? Nayad. I saw
0: the movie over the weekend just <laughs> oh, for you, Robert. Right, so and good, oh my God, so it was good. so good. I can't wait to see Diana Nayad at your event. Like, I'm just she so will, looking forward she will
2: to it. She will be now. there. Um, the cast from The Stroll will be there, the HBO oh. film, and um, a number of other people, including uh, Xander Moritz, who is the kid who was famous first for talking about his curly locks, and then oh, yes. for calling out the president of the Sarasota School Board yes. for her infidelities, Mm. but chastising her for being prejudiced, not chastising her for her sexual exploits. That was brilliant. Mm
0: -hmm. Love him. Next up, let's welcome anchor Dr. Ty Hauser. He's a professor of English and Humanities at Broward College and teaches in the College of Business at Florida Atlantic University. He has served as visiting professor at colleges in Bolivia, Brazil, China, India, and Spain, and provides an international viewpoint. Ty owns Linden Bridge. An educational experience company.
1: Welcome back, Ty. Hey, Faye. It's great to be here. You know, I have not been on the show with you for so long. I miss our little our little right? times together. Me
0: too. <sighs> you know, last Wednesday, you and me went to trivia night. I
1: was so much fun at
0: the pub at with the pub. Uh, DJ Eric DeStivo. Yeah, hosting, yeah, yeah. And our team won. We did. Wow. We know they, too much about musicals. Uh, well, the they knew
1: everything about Madonna. I was a bad gay, I knew nothing about Madonna. She got all the Madonna questions. I, I came in with a couple of musical theater yes, answers. Yes, you did, yeah. yes you
0: did, but we won. Congrats. Thank yeah. you so much. I would tell you our name, but it's a bad Ooh. word. So I'm not gonna Is say. Is it four
1: letters? Is Dick yes. a bad word?
0: <laughs> uh, well, it just depends on who you ask. <laughs> right right? I think our, our, the team name was like, we love dicks. And I had to be a part
1: of that team. So I had to pretend. I thought it was because Richard was on our team. <laughs>
0: Oh, oh. <laughs> See, I, I got there late. Ty, thank you. I'm so happy to have you. I thought here. that was just a
3: sporting store. <laughs> Did they close? <laughs> <I don't know. laughs>
0: that's another place too. <laughs> Next up, let's welcome Dale Stein. I love this man. He's a celebrated photographer in the LGBTQ plus community. He's also the director of music ministry at the famous Unity on the Bay and a moderator of Miami Gay List, South Florida's largest LGBTQ plus Facebook group, which also can be found now on Instagram at Queer List Official. Welcome back, Dale. How are you, puppy? Oh,
3: it's great to be here, sister. I love. I always you. love being with you. Aww. And uh, just uh, I haven't mentioned it in a while since I've been on the show, but uh, on Instagram, the uh, Queer List Official, any of your events or any of your things that you're, whatever it is, a seminar, an event a thing a, a breakup I don't know um, you know <laughs> tag me in your stories and I will be happily share them I do that page pro bono cuz that's just how I am oh, I
0: love that and you really God. do cover a lot I know it's called Miami gay list but you cover list, and queer, that's
3: why I change it but, to IG the queer list. But
0: I love that I yeah. love that and it's always inclusive it's not just for boys he always posts things for all kinds of uh, all kinds of events that are for all the letters in our LGBTQ+ community so thank you You can
3: me. come up with the newsletter I'll post
2: that It's, it's 26 letters now all
3: right
0: <laughs> (laughs) (laughs) We're hoping to be 52 by the end of 2024.
2: Which is incorporating someone else's alphabet.
0: (laughs) Next up, let's welcome anchor Greg Shapiro. Greg's ninth, wait, ninth book. The last time you were on the show, you only had seven books. You wrote two (laughs) books in the last week? Greg's ninth book, Refrain and Light, was selected for the Poetry Mutual 10 Best Poetry Books of 2023. Congratulations, Greg, on that achievement. Thank you. His entertainment coverage, including celebrity interviews, runs in a variety of print and online publications. Welcome back, Greg. I'm
4: so happy to be here. I really am. I'm smiling.
2: <laughs> You're just happy to be anywhere.
0: <laughs> I'm like, tell your face that, right? <laughs> we are the reporters for Queer News Tonight, and this evening we begin with the queer headlines. The LGBTQ plus community in South Florida and across America is diverse. Our community across the world is vast. And here are the bullet points of the queer news for today, Monday, January 29th, 2024. Let's begin by queering up students and youth culture. Here's why DeSantis wants Don't Say Gay, as a new study reveals 30% of Gen Z identify as LGBTQ+. A recent survey found that more than one in four adults from Gen Z in the U.S. identify as LGBTQ+. This is a higher percentage compared to previous generations. The survey conducted by the Public Religion Research Institute revealed that 28% of Gen Z adults identify as lesbian, gay, bisexual, transgender, or queer. In comparison, 10% of all adults, 16% of millennials, 7% of Generation X, 4% of baby boomers, and 4% of the silent generation identify as LGBTQ+. The survey also highlighted that Gen Z adults are more diverse in terms of ethnicity and race. They are less likely to follow established religions and less likely to identify as Republicans. The survey included over 6,600 participants. The president of the human rights campaign, Kelly Robinson, emphasized the importance of LGBTQ plus visibility, especially with the upcoming elections, as Gen Z is seen as a force for positive change. According to the American Civil Liberties Union, in 2023, a record number of over 500 anti-LGBTQ plus bills were introduced into state legislatures, with 75 of them being signed into law. A Gallup poll from last year reported that 7.2 percent of U.S. adults identify as LGBTQ plus and nearly 20% of them belong to Generation Z. Queer identification and acceptance is growing the younger the population gets. Gen Alpha may grow even larger than Gen Z. No wonder DeSantis is scared of Gen Z and any generation following it. He deliberately passes laws like Don't Say Gay with the hope to vanish the strongly growing sentiment of inclusivity from the upcoming generations who will eventually become eligible voters. Reduction of visibility seems to be his goal. DeSantis is carrying a false hope of bending the narrative in favor of of conservatism, uh, but the surveys like these show he is likely going to fail. Time certainly will tell. You know, what an inc- what an interesting, um, you know, story. And, yeah, you know, I know that, like, people always say that, oh, you gays want everybody to be gay, right? You know, you make everybody gay. You make everything gay. It's not our fault, you know? We are,
3: <laughs> we're growing
0: in numbers. I mean, and that's just huge to talk about. We did a whole story on Gen Alpha a couple of weeks ago and how they are going to be taking over the world and making things right, right? They're being raised with inclusivity already. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, um, of course DeSantis is afraid of them, you know? I'm more afraid of them not voting. That is my biggest, yeah. biggest fear, right? Yeah, because, again, sure. you know, I also, whenever I talk to a Gen Z or a millennial, they think that we messed up the world for them, right? You yeah. Know? yeah, yeah, yeah. And instead of saying, hey, let's take over and let's vote towards the greater good, some are just kind of like just desensitized by the whole mm-hmm. thing and are just like, Whatever happens, happens, and that's that. Stat.
1: Well, the reason you why know? they're desensitized is because they know that they're not being represented. They know that the voice in government is not theirs. So yep. why why should they get involved? Right. Why th- why should they be interested? But the story is correct in that I see it every day. The students are way more uh, uh, progressive mm-hmm. and way more embracing and than, way more than, fluid and yeah. way more aware fluid.
3: of their and sexual just, identity. And, right, and not even like putting a label on it as such, saying I'm straight, gay, this, and whatever, because it's. As you say, it's it's not fluid enough. Yeah. It's too static. Yeah.
4: Well, I only hope that by the time the DeSantis spawn come of age oh. and whatever generation they belong to, that identifying as L G B T Q plus or whatever letter has been added, it's as commonplace as ordinary and ordinary as breathing. I oh, hope it's not a big deal if any of those kids happened to come out.
1: Well, and I think that's what you see in the numbers from this survey, right? Mm-hmm. Because older generations, it's not necessarily that there were fewer gay people or no. there were fewer LGBTQ plus identifying too people. Dangerous to it was too yeah. dangerous to come out. Yeah. It was too dangerous to come out. You didn't identify they, that way. Of course.
4: But, but do you uh, wonder if, if the boomers are less represented because of the huge loss to the community from
3: during the AIDS crisis, right, the do you age, think oh, that, the that, the ages, also, that there yeah. might have been more? Yeah. That's a big, big point. point yeah. it's a big point. I don't meet that many
2: men
3: my age, really. <laughs>
0: Don't be telling people your age, yeah, yeah.
3: No, but it's the thing. It's, it's a true point. There are many, you,
2: many reasons for all of it. And yeah. the other thing is that as more and more po- of the population is different ethnically, mm-hmm. it has also changed. And as those generations grow up in the United States, they grow up in a society, especially in the urban societies mm-hmm. that are not prejudiced on those issues. So they're more comfortable also with the greater reflection of LGBTQ people, people of color on television and in film, you start to feel safer. Yeah. And it's when you feel safe that you can be yourself. Mm-hmm. And that's really what we're seeing is a society that doesn't have time for pretense. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so more and more people just say, okay, this is just who I am And access to information yeah. too, of social media, which we did not have uh-huh. many, many years
3: ago, of course. Yeah. It's a whole different world. You it's know?
0: a whole different yeah. world, you know. But like Ty said, I mean, it's, okay, uh, so Gen Z is born 1990s to 2010s, okay? So that means somebody could be 13 years old right now and a Gen Zer, right? But these don't say gay bills are yeah. targeted to them. Right. You know, uh, they're right. the ones that are mm. dealing with this and they're not even allowed to vote right now. And they're like the biggest, the biggest hurt from all of this. So it'll be interesting to see. You know, I really hope that this evolution continues, the just being fluid and just being more open and the inclusivity because they weren't yeah. raised how we were, you know, right. but um, only time will tell. But stick it to DeSantis no matter
1: what. <laughs> <laughs> well, speaking of people that we can look up to in the queer community, let's queer up lesbian culture. A lesbian lawyer makes Trump pay $83 million in defamation case win. In October 2022, Roberta Kaplan went to Donald Trump's estate, Mar-a-Lago, in Florida, to question him under oath for a lawsuit filed by her client, writer E. Jean Carroll. Roberta Kaplan is an openly lesbian lawyer known for her role in bringing down the Defense of Marriage Act. Carroll accused Trump of sexually assaulting her in the mid-90s. When asked about it, Trump said, quote, She's not my type and then he made some dismissive comments about Kaplan's appearance. During the deposition, Trump continued to express disinterest, saying he would not be interested in Kaplan under any circumstances. The exchange became part of a legal battle that started in 2019 when Carroll filed the lawsuit. It all eventually ended in a Manhattan courtroom on Friday with a jury deciding that Trump should pay Carroll $83.3 million for defamation. Kaplan makes history in a legal action against the president of the United States. The results are in addition to the $5 million he already has to pay her from a judgment last year for sexual abuse and defamation. Carol hugged her attorneys when the decision was announced. Her lawyers argued in court that Trump should pay a significant amount for continuously talking about her and attacking her, even after the initial defamation case. The trial had many moments of Trump expressing anger and disruptions, with Admonitions dictated uh, or I'm sorry, admonitions directed at his lawyers towards the dictator. At one point, he left the Manhattan courtroom abruptly during Kaplan's closing argument. The case is just one of many, including 92 legal filings against him leading up to the 2024 presidential election. So here's the great thing. These are all great numbers. He doesn't have it we're going to find out
0: he's not going
1: to pay it well well both he doesn't have it mm-hmm. and he's already appealing it so he doesn't want to pay it mm-hmm. uh, he'll wrap it up in court for so long we'll forget about it yeah mm-hmm. but he's still even and, even and even, even will never if get a, that
0: money
3: even with an appeal he has to pay a certain percentage of it is that how it yeah, works? yeah yeah 20 percent right. ish or something like well, that.
0: well and yeah. he already was ordered to pay $5 million, five million beforehand right which he
3: hasn't paid which yet. he hasn't paid and yet but before. he also does have i mean yeah he's that's his whole thing we know is that the Making time, just trying to mm-hmm. stretch things out and make it just go on forever. Yeah, but he's going to end up having to pay something. I mean,
0: he's, he's got pay something. He's got to pay something.
3: Well, not if he's
2: reelected.
0: Okay, so if oh. he's reelected as president, then he doesn't have to pay anything he, that a court
2: order in him to pay? in a normal situation, yes, that that person would have to pay. But he has already made clear that he's going to change the right. laws and he's going mm-hmm. to change the operations. Right. Oh and he's going to get rid of anybody who opposes him in any way, shape or True form. That, yeah. wow. So she will be lucky if she's not jailed for attacking him. Oh, my oh, God.
3: But he, he has his if way
2: if about he it. Right. Way. He does not believe in the rule of law. He does not believe in the Constitution. He's already asked for certain elements of the Constitution of to be suspended. Okay. But, but,
0: okay, but he can't affect state rulings like this.
3: Oh, yes, he can. Well, yeah, because for a federal can trump.
0: <laughs> okay. uh, and, yeah,
3: and uh, but to go back to the, more of the story about being about Kaplan, the attorney. Let's I mean,
0: call her, Ra- she, first of all, Robbie Kaplan. Okay, she's a badass bee,
3: yeah, Harvard exactly. graduate, yeah. among so, other incredible. So colleges. someone in our community to be really proud of because yeah. she really yes. nailed it and yes. she really like yes. di- she kicked it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. To the point
0: where uh, you know, I learned sign language at my Hollywood Pride, right? And this means. Trump you learned all of it. I learned all, 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 all of it just working there. But it. this is Trump, like for the toupee. That's oh, what Oh, wow. <laughs> Isn't that awesome, right? Trump. That's Trump. The... Anyway, that Trump, like a little baby, yeah. stormed off, you know, right. once well, that once that judgment went down. No, like, that's... A freaking but baby.
2: It's, it's, it's not baby. He's acting. It's all part mm-hmm. of his... State. It's part of the, you know... He's going to motivate these people by doing this. And who knows what's really going on in his head? He is thinking about how it looks to his public. And nothing that he does and nothing that he does is without some forethought in terms of its appeal.
1: But yep. Kaplan, as a strong woman, stands yes. up to that yep. and has gone face to face to him and uh, uh, did a smash job getting uh, getting that $83.3 million dollars. Yep. yep, and
0: Robert, and, and Trump, you lost to two women. Ha ha, two yep. badass women, by the yep. way. Hello. Just saying. Robert, what's next?
2: What is next? <laughs> Let's queer up South Florida and Florida. The My Hollywood Pride has amazing day to be the 20 24 first pride in the world. On January 28th, just this past Sunday, the third annual My Hollywood Pride Street Festival took place celebrating the South Florida LGBTQ plus community in downtown Hollywood. It marked the first pride event of 2024 globally with the theme Pride Starts Here. The event was presented by the Quadrachi Cabrera family, longtime supporters and local philanthropists, partnering with the National LGBTQ Task Force, a leading LGBTQ advocacy organization started in 1973. The collaboration continued the tradition established by My Hollywood Pride. The weekend featured advocacy events, starting with a Circle of Pride business networking event on Hollywood Beach on Friday night, and then the Pride 100 Brunch on Saturday morning celebrated Hollywood's 100 score on the Human Rights Campaign, HRC, Municipal Equality Index, and honored 2024 trailblazer, Francesca D'Amore. A Progress Pride flag raising ceremony followed, led by my Hollywood Pride 2024 chair, the wonderful Todd Delming. The weekend also included the first queer community, oh, comedy night on Saturday, and the Main Street Festival hosted by Emmy award-winning news anchor Craig Stevens on Sunday. Craig was joined by the anchor for Queer News Tonight and the host of the Fay Watt show, (laughs) Our Favorite Girl Friday, Fay Watt. The festival was held on the iconic Hollywood Boulevard and main stage performances included globally renowned singer and songwriter Janice Robinson, Miss Bouvet, Matthew Darren, and more. Despite challenges in the current environment, the event aimed to stand out as a model for an inclusive family pride event. Attendees enjoyed shopping, local art and apparel, savoring food from local restaurants, and being entertained throughout the day. Even Drag Queen Story Hour was hosted by trans activist Misty Eyes. Everyone at Queer News Tonight congratulates the entire Hollywood community for an amazing weekend. It just goes to show that no matter what laws they pass, Mm -hmm. no matter what they say, progress will be made Mm -hmm. and we're not going back into any closets and we're not going to be sidelined by the people who are losing the battle they're losing the battle and they're losing the war and they can keep passing and they can keep screaming and they can keep talking but they will lose Mm -hmm. and this weekend proved just that that you can take over an entire downtown area and do it big time and have people like this (laughs) Joining the crowd and saying no, we're on the right side of history.
1: I wonder what all those people thought about sharing the stage with a superstar like Watt. <laughs> yeah.
2: Oh. yeah, right. They were jealous. But they never... were. They
1: must have been. You know, it's such a. It is such. A, it is
3: such a family-oriented uh, yeah. event. And mm-hmm. I've been. I've been to three years. Mm-hmm. Every year we has. We yep. uh, as we have, and I saw a few people there that I know from Miami and South Beach area, and it was their first time going, and they were really blown away about how charming it was, as well as how in a, in a grand way, but also, but it maintains its simplicity and its charm mm-hmm. by being downtown Hollywood mm-hmm. yeah. and feeling very, very family-oriented. Yeah. I think it's really important for us to show the world, especially the the non-believers and the
2: haters, yeah. in this moment. In time. But they make it look like a small. Town, uh, yeah, yeah, where course, everybody yeah. is family, yeah. and that's what's so yeah. amazing yeah, yeah. about that's that,
0: right? And you know, we're a part of many prides, right? right. And you know, pride is so important, especially this year, right? Mm-hmm. It's so important, especially in, in an election year. And you know, we've lost a couple of prides here in South Florida, right? Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. We can't, like, we can't. That's why these prides are so important, right? And this that's one right. being the first pride <laughs> of the year, even more so. And just like Dale said, like, there was a couple thousand people there, but you can walk freely. There were kids and pets, and you were able to see a movie at the at the Paraiso place at the theater but then you know my favorite part aside from being on stage with all our wonderful entertainers and talent thank you Francesca for putting that together and making me a part of it uh was Misty Eyes and her story time you know I was able to go and run over there and see the kids programming and she had um, a section for kids, she had a section for teens, and she would just sit there and they would just talk to her. But they, you could just see how they just adored her beauty, right? Like, these kids are like, you know, 8, 9, 10 years old, and their eyes are just this big, looking at how gorgeous misty eyes looked yesterday, you know? There's no malice in that. No. There, we are not bad people. We're not groomers. I hate kids personally, <laughs> you know. But to, you know, but but we're an inclusive community. But we have children. We have pets. We're as no always they're only. in their
3: place over there. That's you true. know
0: what I mean? Like we just, you know, and just, you know, the there it was there was a big football game going on. I'm a lesbian, but not that type of lesbian, so I didn't know. Right? <laughs> My wife's there looking at all these red uniforms <laughs> run across, and I'm like, what is going on? Why does she look oh Why does she keep on looking How over? Short twin twin, peaks, peaks. Right? Right. So twin right. peaks is one of those chains of places that has the girls like in little outfits mm. like hooters. So I'm like hitting my wife like, what are you doing looking at the girls <laughs> over there? And she was looking at the TV screens because there was a big game going on. There were all these straight people there also with yes. us. I kept having being, a good time. Was a good I kept
3: being nurse. drawn to that area because that's where the police were hanging out and they were really hot. Oh, that, oh that, they, they were.
2: But it's of important course. to recognize that you have to be taught to hate.
3: Mm. And Absolutely. hate
2: is not a natural phenomenon. No. Yeah. And Hollywood, my Hollywood Pride, is the first in the year to prove that if you don't teach people to hate, we're all one big human community. It's all about love. And it yeah. was a big bold
3: of them to begin with to start a Pride in January. Remember the first year we thought, "Well, wow, that's a big bold move. Yes. Like, yes. is that that's really weird?" And then it's like. Okay. And
0: to see people from Wilton, you mm-hmm. Wilton boys, some of you don't <laughs> and, need to drive, South right? Because I have Beach to come boys, to too. you to see you most of the time, right? So to see the Wilton boys come yeah. up and then see the yeah. South Beach boys yeah. come up, I was like, yes! Yeah, like, was... yes! Hollywood could be like our middle area where the gangs actually go and have sex with you. Oh, no, uh, I, I, no,
3: no, 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 no. Okay. Next, let's clear up South Florida and move on from that. And Florida. LGBTQ plus community celebrates a Sister Act comes to Broward Center. From February 3rd to February 18th, Slow Burn Theater Company is bringing the hit Broadway musical comedy Sister Act to the Amaturo Theater at the Broward Center for the Performing Arts. This feel-good show is based on the 1992 film and revolves around Dolores Van Cartier, a disco singer who witnesses a crime and finds herself in a protective custody in an unexpected place, a convent. The movie was instantly iconic for the LGBTQ community. Initially, it appears as if she's in a difficult situation, but as Dolores befriends the nuns, the convent experiences a shake-up. The musical's captivating score, composed by Tony and Oscar winner Alan Menken with lyrics by Glenn Slater, is a heavenly mix of Motown, Soul, and Disco. Slowbone Theatre Company's production of Sister Act is made possible through a special arrangement with Musical Theatre International. The Broward County Cultural Division, Cultural Council, and Broward County Board of County Commissioners, along with support from the State of Florida, Department of State, Division of Arts and Culture, and the Florida Council on the Arts and Culture, have played a significant role in backing Slowburn Theatre Company. The climactic final scene with Nunn's performance in front of the Pope is rumored to have a special local LGBTQ guest star playing the Pope. Tis- tickets for Sister Act start at just $54. It's going to be so much fun. For additional details on the show, tickets, and schedule, you can visit BrowardCenter.org. Hope what? Well. <laughs> it's
0: not me. It's Does not it, me, Robert. Right? <laughs> <laughs> it, it ain't May Robert, like, is it you? Is it L? <laughs> is it
3: L. Ferguson? It's it's Pope. What? Is it somebody, somebody beloved in the community? I'm, <laughs> I'm,
0: I'm, well,
3: I, you know, I. It, it seemed 1992. Can we just yeah. talk about that for oh. a second? Yeah. Take Ninth, that in. I mean, yeah. yeah, whoopee, whoopee, whoopee. I mean, that was it. Is such an iconic. And aren't they doing something new? Aren't they doing another? They're film? supposed to be doing yeah, another, right? yeah. another one. Yeah, they're talking. But in yeah. the meantime, this well, they did too. The, yeah, going the, 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 the 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 third. the third. Yeah. Yeah. So I knew there was another yet another sequel because you know it's Hollywood. Yeah. So sequel 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 and uh but i think it's gonna be a great show i mean i'm excited to see the uh, secret
0: do you remember I mean, Lauren Hill being in that in 1992? So, yeah. Oh, oh wow. my God! Wow! Yeah.
1: Kathy Najimy. Ooh. Kathy Najimy, yeah, for sure. Wow. The, oh,
0: I loved her. One of the I most amazing her. comics of our
1: time, Kathy Najimy.
0: Oh, yeah. but that, Well, but yeah.
1: congratulations to Slow Burn. Mm-hmm. I mean, they've had a really stellar uh, mm-hmm. lineup this year so far. Listen, um,
0: big shout-out going out to Patrick Fitzwater, okay, uh, mm-hmm. the artistic director. You guys are kicking butt. <laughs> Last year, I got to see Annie, and then I also saw Leave in Las Vegas. Oh my God! It was incredible. You are expecting, like, a you know a, a small theatrical stage and mm. low budget blah blah blah, blah. no like oh. slow burn goes all out yeah. like it was just they really do it and they do it big so i can't wait to see sister act yeah it's right
4: for sure now we're gonna queer up entertainment oscar history just... <laughs> as gay actor Coleman domingo plays gay role he shares first seconds of finding out Coleman domingo a prominently prominent out gay actor is experiencing the nerves of Oscar anticipation as he gets an Academy Award nomination. Recently announced as a Best Actor nominee for his role as gay civil rights leader Bayard Rustin in Netflix's Rustin, the 54-year-old actor with a Hollywood career dating back to the 90s couldn't sleep due to excitement on nomination day, waking up early He organized his closet at 5 a.m. while his husband, Raul, watched the nomination feed. The moment his name was announced, Raul literally laid on the floor and they shared a heartfelt cry. Domingo, reflecting on his three-decade-long career, expressed the sheer disbelief of receiving such recognition. This nomination marks Domingo as only the second out gay man in the Academy Award's 95-year history to be acknowledged for playing a gay character following Sir Ian McKellen in 1998. Domingo sets another milestone as the first Afro-Latino actor nominated in the Oscars Best Actor category. Humble about his historic achievement, he hopes to pave the way for more diverse representation in the future. Domingo has been rocking the red carpet for years, and queer fans are excited to see what he will come up with this time. At the 2021 Oscars, he wore a fitted hot pink suit. You can watch the Academy Awards and hopefully see Domingo win on March 10th on, March 10th on ABC.
3: My phone goes off, and I guess the feed was coming in on the East Coast sooner than what my husband was watching, and literally, I, I picked it up and saw, congratulations, Oscar nominee, and I just put the phone down like that. <laughs> because I, I not you never know how you're going to react. I literally act like it didn't happen. I was like, oh, wow, and I put the phone down, <laughs> and then it hurts, and then I hear my name come up on my husband's feed, and then he bursts into tears, <laughs> of course, I start crying because he's crying. <laughs> That was it. It was was a comedy of uh, errors in some way, yeah.
4: (laughs) Well, I had the honor and pleasure of interviewing Coleman Domingo in in, in 2016 about the wonderful gay-themed indie flick Beautiful Something, and it was a delightful experience. And I have to say, his range as an actor from portraying Maya Angelou reading the Craigslist personal ads what? on the big gay <laughs> sketch show, oh Not my, To Be Missed. Oh, no way! Yes.
0: I gotta look that up yes. on YouTube.
4: And to more recent roles, including X in 2020 Zola, and of course, Bayard Rustin and Rustin. It only proves his versatility. I sincerely hope he wins the Oscar because yeah. he really deserves it.
0: Really
3: the, the film is amazing. It, I mean, it was, it's so, so good. I was just riveting.
2: Mm-hmm. I love that
0: yeah. yeah I hope he wins I really do who's he going up against Maestro uh, who else uh,
2: there's uh, so many. Killian
4: Murphy for Oppenheimer
2: uh, I mean, it, does
0: Oppenheimer he... ever go away like why are they part of every award show for the last two years that's so not fair we I should... can't get through the movie and you still keep on giving <laughs> these people awards it's like everywhere everywhere all at once that they just won everything I was like I'm leaving no one's winning anything aside from this movie
2: the, fa- the fact is there are really good yeah. and a lot of good people didn't even get nominated because right. there's so many good people, yeah, yeah. and the same with it's really hard. and same yeah. with the women. Yeah. I mean, yeah, yeah. you've got you've got such an amazing mm-hmm. amount of talent out mm-hmm. there, yeah. and these were. Pretty good film mm-hmm. with putting, unbelievable talent.
1: Putting all the actors and all the talent aside, though, on that clip, how adorable was he about his husband yeah. and him yeah. celebrating? It was that's the so... cutest little yeah. thing you yeah. could, like, feel, like, the love that he has for his right? husband and the joy that they got to right? share in that moment. That and, was really serious. Organizing and, and, his closet. Yeah. Right? <laughs> I'm just
0: so my I'm, like, I'm like, that's so gay. Like, none of them even glitched. We're like, yeah, I can totally see that. And doesn't it mean more to us since he's a gay actor playing for this sure. gay oh, role, course, right? Yeah. And yeah. And Definitely. and hopefully winning this Oscar for so. us. I think it means so much more. And so. him being the first Afro-Latino. Yes!
3: Oh, and he's amazing in Euphoria, by the way, yep. euphoria. 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 He's, he's amazing mm-hmm. in Euphoria. I've got
0: to see it there. Well, we're very happy for him and we will be watching March 10th for sure. Absolutely.
2: Next, we are proud of our special partnership with Sun Con- Sunshine Cathedral, the world's largest queer church here in Fort Lauderdale. Supporting that partnership, we are broadcasting from our permanent set, set here at sunshine cathedral at the happening out television studios we broadcast sunshine cathedral's international service at 10:30 a.m.
0: tonight's queer news headlines with a segment we call lgbtq plus one minute news
1: lgbtq plus one minute news let's queer up south florida and florida pride center rainbow 5k run happens february 4th the pride center at equality park is a hub for lgbtq communities and allies in south florida fostering a welcoming and inclusive environment Pride Center at Equality Park is one of the largest of its kind in America. The center is presenting the 8th annual Rainbow 5K run on Sunday, February 4th, starting from Holiday Park in Fort Lauderdale. The scenic 3.1-mile course winds through Holiday Park, lined with beautiful trees, and concludes with a variety of vendors at the finish line. Aligned with the Pride Center's health initiative, the Rainbow 5K anticipates over 500 participants. Event coordination and promotion are in collaboration with Split Second Timing. Adult registration, $45, and the first 300 participants secure a Pride Center rainbow 5K run t-shirt, a drawstring bag, and don't forget your medal. All proceeds go towards (laughs) supporting the Pride Center at Equality Park's essential services and programs. It's a fun and vitally needed event. Further details and tickets are available on pridecenterflorida.org.
2: LGBTQ+, one-minute news. Let's queer up South Florida and Florida again. Our Fund's 5th Annual South Florida Philanthropy Awards Show. February 3rd, Our Fund, Foundation, and Bank of America Private Bank present the 5th Annual South Florida LGBTQ Philanthropy Awards at Broward Center for the Performing Arts on February 3rd. The event recognizes exceptional contributions in philanthropy, volunteerism, and emerging leadership. Honorees and guests will engage in a cocktail reception before the ceremony, followed by a thought-provoking discussion with this year's guest speaker, Hannah Crankston, senior vice president and philanthropic, philanthropic strategist at Bank of America Private Bank. The evening will culminate in the acknowledgement of the 2024 class of South Florida LGBTQ philanthropy awardees. This year's awardees include Michael Kalb, for the Philanthropist of the Year Award, Nikki Lopez for the Commitment to Cause Award, Flotorama for the Next Generation of Philanthropy Award, and Larry Heyer for the Dick Schwartz Award for Lifetime Achievement. Our fund is one of the largest legacy giving nonprofits in America. Your estate planning and legacy giving allows the R Fund Foundation to fund vital LGBTQ projects for today and forever. You can learn more about our fund and get general admission tickets starting at $75. Further details are available at our-fund.org.
0: LGBTQ plus one minute news. Let's queer up travel. Visit Lauderdale unveils fantastic five initiatives. Visit Lauderdale ensures that every queer person visiting Greater Fort Lauderdale experiences the true essence of what the region stands for. As a result, it unveiled dynamic 2024 marketing plans at the annual marketing luncheon on January 24th, 2024, hosted by the one and only Stacey Ritter. Visit Lauderdale's president and CEO. The The luncheon outlined the Fantastic Five initiatives for the year. These inclusive programs promise a vibrant and diverse cultural experience. The first, Rose Parade, success celebrated accolades for this debut reaching 26 million viewers and highlighting inclusivity the second global activations features creative events like a limited edition car concert tour sponsorship and collaborations in key markets the third was come be you campaign evolving from everyone under the sun focusing on global impact through a diversity and personal freedoms the fourth IPW hosts, Mark's Greater Fort Lauderdale's hosting the prestigious 2026 IPW trade show. Lastly, the Lauderdale anthem, performed by Emmy-nominated Alexander Starr, celebrates the destination's vibrant community and diverse cultures. Get ready for a year of unforgettable experiences.
3: LGBTQ plus one-minute news, let's queer up sports. NFL announces Pride Night at Super Bowl with no openly gay players present. While we appreciate any effort toward LGBTQ plus recognition, the NFL is hosting its third, a night of Pride event leading up to Super Bowl 58 on February 7th, appears ironic as the league still lacks openly gay players. Despite the NFL's promise to spotlight advances in LGBTQ plus inclusion, critics question the actual progress made. Glad's partnership with the NFL aims to create LGBTQ+ friendly spaces, but past pride nights and sports faced backlash, challenging organizations like the NFL to align actions with words. As Glads Tony Morrison emphasized in his last year's tweet on May 18th, "True LGBTQ+ rights and inclusion require bold steps. The NFL must heed these lessons and move beyond symbolic gestures to genuinely supporting LGBTQ+ individuals.
4: LGBTQ plus one minute news, let's clear up the USA view. The Playboy empire's wife reveals if Hugh Hefner was gay. Despite projecting an aggressively heterosexual image, the late playboy magnate Hugh Hefner was an unexpected advocate for LGBTQ plus rights and an early supporter of same-sex marriage. Crystal Hefner, his ex-wife, surprised LGBTQ America when she revealed in an exclusive interview that Hugh occasionally experimented with men during orgies. She elaborated on his openness in her memoir, Only Say Good Things, Surviving Playboy and Finding Myself. While Hugh maintained a public persona, behind closed doors he embraced a broader sexuality. Crystal highlighted his inclusive attitude, saying he was a very, very open person who challenged stereotypes. That is today's news for the LGBTQ plus community on the world's first and only daily LGBTQ plus evening news show.
1: If our community is important to you, share this news with your friends and family. Are you like most of America, part of our very large television audience watching this live LGBTQ plus news broadcast right now on Roku, Apple TV, Android TV, or Amazon Fire TV? Queer
2: News Tonight is the only live LGBTQ plus digital television show in the world that is out of the closet and into the headlines. We, support your sup- we need your support if our community is to grow. We must tell our stories and bring them to the attention of the broader world. This is
3: the only place in the world that tells these types of LGBTQ plus stories in motion and sound. That is the passion of Hotspots Magazine, happening Out television network and queer news tonight.
0: I'm your anchor here at Queer News Tonight, Faye. What? And on behalf of these LGBTQ Plus reporters, the incredible anchors of Queer News Tonight, including Robert Keston, Dr. Ty Hauser, Dale Stein, and Greg with 2G Shapiro. <laughs> we will see you daily at 8 p.m. to our LGBTQ Plus world. We wish you good night. Goodnight.